We're losing! Teamwork, guys. More teamwork. They're burying us alive! Eddie Shore? Oh, piss on Eddie Shore. Old-time hockey? Piss on old-time hockey! You're blowing it! And now, between the stammers, your unofficial Canucks cast, here's Arden Caleb. It is Thursday, March 5th. Wow, it's March already. Art Aronson alongside Caleb Kirby. The Canucks are in a tailspin. Four losses in a row. The most recent, a 4-2 loss to the Arizona Coyotes on Wednesday nights. What do you want to talk about, Kirk? <laughs> I don't know what you hear that? that? I don't know what that is. That's the Canucks slowly drowning in the water. <laughs> Yeah, the wheels are falling off right now. I think that's pretty clear. You know, it's funny. Last week we were so positive talking about how we were enjoying the ride. The ride is great, man. Just, you know, throw on the shades and ride this sweet wave. And you know what? Part of me is still like, I think we're going to make it. Well, that was the question I wanted to ask you. Is it still fun? The other part of me is upset with you for never just saying we're going to make the playoffs. Because now if we don't, you're going to like be like, I never said it. I never said it. And you know what, Art? That's fine. You're right all the time about sports. That's why a lot of people call you the sports prophet, myself included, from time to time when you're not being an asshole. But Which is rare. Which is kind of rare. <laughs> but feelings between us both? I mean, I was at your place for the third against that Columbus game, and I would say that we were both a little prickly after that one, wouldn't you say? I would say it's your fault because everything was fine until you showed up. 3-1 lead heading into the third period. Uh, actually, you know what? There's less than 10 minutes left in that game. See, this is what I'm talking about. And this is why the wheels fall off. It was the end of the road trip. I yeah. it was one of those things. I'm, you're watching the game. They 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 just had the disappointing loss in Toronto. They have the game that they shouldn't have lost in Ottawa. Uh, and here we are. It was the back-to-back after the Toronto game on Sunday. They're in Columbus. Uh, Columbus is fighting for their playoff lives, too. Yep. And... The Canucks, backup you know, in net. yeah, they had got a backup in net. Like, really, they maybe shouldn't have been expected to win that game. And I and I said that. I texted you before that game. I was like, I don't like their odds going into this game. But what else did you say during that game? You texted me. You're like, the big boys are going, man. They were. JT Miller is carrying this team on his back right now, kind of mm-hmm. like he did on this road trip a couple times in Ottawa. Just not enough from the rest of the group. I mean, Miller can't do it all by himself, mm-hmm. right? But, um you know, you were very enthusiastic, so I'm like, holy free holy, I got to get over there because I was doing the Royals at the time who won against the the Giants, oh, so by the way. Bl- you're blaming me now. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to get over there. So I went over there. You know, you and I had a little chin wag. Art ate some food that made him sick for two days. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then we watched an absolute meltdown off the back of – I'd say both of those penalties were pretty bad. Like Sutter's penalty – they could have done without. And then Roussel's was just a backbreaker. But that that Wierenski goal on Demang, I think Demang probably should have had that one. I'm not going to fault him on the other two, but that one I'm just kind of like. Uh. And, and what this is like. And gave, it, you can just feel like after that goal, you could just feel everything start to just unravel. Yeah. A little bit, right? I just, I just <clears> felt like you, it was, he was in a tough position. Like absolutely. that was his first game and like it's. It's, it was tough for him, I, and I thought he fe- I thought he gave the team a chance to win going into the third period. Yeah, I would have liked that one back. Yeah, but and uh, it's a power play goal, right? So you can't completely fault the goalie. But these are the 
the kind of mistakes the Canucks have been making in these games. Just one bonehead penalty or one bad play or one soft goal. And the margin ends- for error on this team is so razor thin right now that it is just one split second where you're not focused on on doing the right thing where we lose. You know, and it wasn't even the young players that uh, made the mistakes in that game against Columbus. Like Sutter and Roussel were the ones that took those penalties at the end. Yeah. The penalties yeah. that you just cannot take. Yeah, you can't. That the Roussel one especially was terrible. Yeah, and then Roussel comes out of the box and he doesn't go and change off the ice. He's on the ice when the Canucks are trying to come back in that game with the empty net. And I'm like, why is he out here right now? Yeah, why is he out here right now? And I, I thought Blake Price. He made an interesting observation just pointing out, you know, kind of Roussel's game over the last little while. And he's like, maybe maybe he should be sat, you know. Like, I still believe that if we make the dance, a guy like Roussel is valuable for this team in the playoffs. But right now, maybe he does need a reset, you know, because last night, again, he's on the ice for the final couple minutes against this Arizona Coyotes team. And I'm yelling at this TV being like, why is he out there? Yeah. You know, he's not the guy who's going to get the goal. No. Nope. You know, if anything, he's going to be the guy who gets us killing penalties for a goalie interference call or something like that. Because the refs, every time he's on the ice, clearly have the whistles at the ready for him to make a dumb play. There was a play. There was a time earlier in this game as well where Sutter was out there and refused to change. And the first line was out there. And I was like, Sutter's not going to score. Why is he still out there? Yeah. There were two times that I was yelling at my TV. And in last night? Yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, I was same yeah, thing. Yeah. And you remember? Yeah, Petey was, was, yeah. was one foot over the boards oh. and Sutter's still in the ozone. And he had a chance to go out and, and yeah, change. Yeah. Right? He was up by the blue line. And then he he turned around and went back in. You got to know yeah. your place, guy. These are These are... These are veterans that have to know their place on this team. Would you say they have to know their role they, and shut their mouth? They do need to know their roles and shut their mouth. Because they're acting a little bit like jabronis right now? They are. Yeah. I. You know what, man? I kind of I kind of agree with that. Um, last night, again, like margin, we talk margin of error, right? And a lot of people are so mad that people have pointed out that that Stetcher play was a bad play. Right? A lot of people are like, leave him alone. We're on the Stetcher defense force. He's never done anything wrong ever. He's one of the good guys. But guys like Louie and Sutter and Roussel are all horrible. It's like, no, man. Like, if somebody makes a bad play or a play that is questionable, it's you're allowed to point it out, whether you love that person or don't think that highly of them. Right? Yeah. Like, that play last night by Stetcher, all he had to do was eat that puck. You know? Like, was the Edler pass very quick? Yes. Was it probably a little unexpected? Yes. Is playing that off your skate into a danger area the best way to play that puck? Of course not. Hell to the motherfucking no. Right? Of like, not. turn around, take that on the wall, eat it, protect it with your body, and try and get it up the boards. The other guys will either support you, or maybe you make an outlet pass up the wall, a safe one, that isn't going to cost you the game. I kind of thought that that turning point last night cost us the game. And that, I like I said before that is the razor thin margin of error for this defense and this team right now yeah right? I, yeah i just i still don't want to blame this on troy stetcher i i think there was too many times last night where it's the a Canucks, bad play oh no i i agree that it was a bad play but there were too many times last night watching that game 
and seeing the Canucks not even being able to get out of their own zone. Yeah. Like, and that's not just Stetcher. That's every defenseman trying to turn. How many times did they turn around in their own defense? Oh, Hughes, trying, Hughes got turnstiled a couple times last yeah. night, too. But I'm just saying. No, no, no. As, I mean, as get, a I turning mean, point. Yeah, I understand. That but was I mean, what, but I mean, when it happened. I understand that. But not being able to get the puck out of their own end. So many times I saw the Canucks just reversing the puck, and that's yeah. valuable time getting killed off. So. Um, I, I'm not going to say it came down to just that one play. Yes, that was a turning point in the game, and that's a play that you can't make, and it sucks and everything like that. But I think the Canucks, you know, they had a lead. They had a 2-1 lead. They should have done other things to salt it before it came down to that moment. Yes, but that was a pivotal moment in that game. Yeah, well, I mean, right? there's no, that's, that's there's no doubt about no that. two ways about that. And we're talking I'm about... Not, I'm not saying that this is complete, the loss is completely on him yeah. at all. No. And I don't think the loss is usually ever on one player you know, unless it's an absolute blow show, right? Like, well, would you blame the Toronto Leafs, the Toronto Maple Leafs game on Thatcher Demko? Would you blame it on him? It's tougher with goalies because they're in their net and, like, there's times in games where saves matter so much more than other times in games. I'm not going to say it's 100% on Demko, no, because, I mean, Thatcher's young and, like, for any goaltender, like, put it this way. Thatcher Demko hasn't been that good on the road this year. The Canucks have not been that good on the road. (laughs) But this is the first time in his career where Thatcher Demko has been getting consistent starts on the road, right? you got to go into a building that you're unfamiliar with, a crowd you're unfamiliar with, boards you're unfamiliar with, the way that the puck is played off them, right? you got to see teams that are playing on home ice versus a road game, which, you know, a lot of teams shift basically their mentality and their game plan, depending on if they're on the road or at home, right? And you kind of got to weather a storm, an electric crowd and stuff like that for the first few minutes of the game to settle in. That's been Thatcher's problem. He hasn't been able to settle in as well as a goalie who has more experience. He'll get there. Thatcher's going to get there. Like, he's he's a good enough goalie. He has the tools to get there. But right now, this is a learning experience for him. And the Canucks, like the rest of the team, should know this as well. And they should do their best to weather that storm and help their goaltender out in the opening minutes of any game. If the Canucks come out flat, they're fucked, mm-hmm. right? With with the goaltender that they have in there right now. So it's not all on him. The optics of it make it look like it is more on him than anybody else. He because just, he took a he took a beating. He took a beating early. after thir- on uh, after the Saturday night game. That's I, why I ask. I get that, like, and I also get the emotions of fans. When it comes to the Leafs, because Canucks versus Leafs feels bigger than almost any other matchup, except for like divisional rivals and like the Chicago Blackhawks or Bruins. Yeah. Right? Everybody in Canada, like when the Leafs are playing them, everybody gets up for those games. And to lose to them and to spot them kind of two goals early, that sucks. Especially when we spotted Montreal two goals early. We spotted Ottawa two goals early. That was the third game in a row where where that happened. But the blame doesn't solely lie. On Thatcher Demko's shoulders. No, not at all. Of course not. But now we've lost four straight. We've right? lost four straight. And are we're you, in trouble. Are we, are, do you think, and I was texting with a lot of people after that Sunday game, is this the moment that we remember at the end of the season when it comes down to whether this team doesn't make the playoffs, does make the playoffs or doesn't, and we don't make the playoffs, are we going to remember that game against Columbus? I, I, I take it even back to Ottawa, man. I really do. You do. Like, Ottawa, That we should have gotten a point. We were the better team in that game. Yeah. You know, you could probably say the same for Columbus, and you could probably say the same for Arizona last night. 
kind of a bad first period where we took a few penalties. But other than that, the Canucks played a pretty decent game overall with scoring chances. Fucking what's-his-nuts, Kemper last night stood he on his good. head. He was good, yeah. And his record against the Canucks is like 7-0-1, mm-hmm. right? He just seems to have our number. But I still don't think we're out of it. We still have games in hand, even though, in my opinion, I think we've kind of technically blown those now that we've lost four straight. Yeah, we got two games in hand, I guess, yeah. on uh, the two wild card teams that are chasing yeah. us. Uh, here's Travis Green about, he was asked about feeling the pressure because the team is feeling the pressure right now. Well, they, they should to be. be. Yeah. The old computer error, I mean, this is, this is why you got to play these, this, these games at this time of the year. It's going to be like this when you play playoffs. It's going to be like this when you go deeper into the playoffs. Things are not going to always go your way. And you've got to be able to handle it. You got to be able to regroup and much like I said the other day, have short-term memory. And I like the follow-up game that we had tonight from Columbus. And, uh, you know, when you're playing games like this at this time of the year, it's not like you're, you're just going to run over teams. It's going to be a close game. And uh, we've got to get ready to play the next one. Do you think the Canucks missed Tyler Myers, who didn't play last night? Yeah. I thought, especially in the offensive zone, they definitely missed him. Because they just, they just didn't have... That push from the back end, I mean, no offense to Troy Stetcher, but he's not scoring from back there with those wrist shots. No. Right? So it's just like we talked about the depth that this team has, but it's glaringly there's no depth on the back end. Yeah, I mean, well, having a guy like like Ben step in isn't enough. And like a lot of people have been waiting for that Utica call up on D to come in and we haven't seen it. Is it time for that? Maybe it is time for that. Maybe it is time for a guy with more offensive instincts down in Utica to come in and step in and try and fill a void for Myers. Quinn Hughes was obviously hurt last night. Yeah. Like, there was a glaring problem with his upper body somewhere. I don't know where up there. But, like, you know, the way he was getting worked around and even the way he was bringing the puck up the ice, you could tell he was a little ginger. It's true. Up top. He was definitely ginger. And there were times when he was trying to skate back. I'm like, that's not yeah. that's not the same. And I, I wonder yeah. about some other guys on the team that are probably playing through the same stuff. Now, injuries shouldn't be an excuse. Every team has them. Yeah. We lost. The guys who weren't injured need to do better. Jake Vertanen was the best player on the ice for both teams last night, I thought. I thought, I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. I you thought know, he like, definitely could have buried a couple of those chances, though. Well, he could have buried that one that went off the post against the Leafs, too. And then that would have been a completely different game. Finish, right? finish, finish. You got to finish. But he, he was rolling. He was skating. He did everything right except for bury probably a couple of the chances that he had. Yeah, I guess uh, JT Miller has taken him under his wing. You notice that? Yeah. That seems to be a real thing. Yeah, cool. didn't Friedman write an article on that or something? Yeah, it was like part that? of his 31 thoughts or something mm-hmm. like that uh, where he goes through every team in the NHL and makes something up. And Well, I guess he didn't make this one up because uh, we saw that moment in the uh, in the uh, game last night after, after Vertanen was, you know, one of the players responsible for that that uh, that Tanner Pearson goal. Yeah. Uh, and we saw Miller like hugging Vertan and being like, yeah, that's how you that's how you push play, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. That was cool to see. So it wasn't all bad news last night. Where do we go from here? We got Colorado on Friday. Mm-hmm. That is not going to be easy. Even though they're gonna, probably going to be out without McCarr and Rantanen. Colorado's got serious serious injury problems as well but they are so talented that they just keep rolling yeah uh 
And the Canucks have 15 Are, games remaining. The Blue Jackets could not do us a solid last night, and they let Calgary come back on them. Yeah, they had a 2 nothing lead over yeah. Calgary in that game. I watched a little bit Dude, of that before the Calgary Canucks had nothing going in that game yeah. until the third period. Nothing. Zilch. Torts is probably pretty upset after that one. Yeah. But he's probably thinking, oh, we got away with one, getting one over the Canucks, and then losing this one. The so curse he, of John Tortorella. Yeah, the curse of John Tortorella. Um, Some, yeah. Somewhere in that Murphy bed, some DNA of John Tortorella has manifested itself and is not only cursing the Canucks, but still losing to the Calgary Flames. That's right. At least he didn't go into the, the dressing room in Calgary after the first period and try and punch somebody in the face. Did you ever hear Shane O'Brien talk about that? Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's so good. Um, are, we, is it, are we in full-on panic mode at this point, even though we are? I am tie for that wild card spot. <clears throat> I I want to like okay. Here's the we're thing. At, we're at a three way tie for that wild card he, spot. Here's the thing, Art. You yeah. know me. I'm an emotional guy. Right? Oh really? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I am. So I am in a full blown panic. Well, mode. it's the only reason we have this podcast. It, 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 That's why I am in a full blown panic mode. I am in a full blown panic mode. Do I th- still think that we're gonna make the playoffs? Yes. Am I panicking? Absolutely. Am I still trying to enjoy the ride? Yeah. I am, but it feels like, you know, I'm in I'm in limbo right now here. That's what I wanted you know? to ask you because a week ago we were talking about how much fun we were having watching yeah. this team play. But it's like, you know that, you know like when you're on a roller coaster? Last week we were going down. We were flying down a hill and it was great. We had our hands up in the air and we we're going, "Wee! This is awesome." Now we're on that second piece of track that's bringing us up to the apex of the hill. You know, and we're sitting there and that anticipation, that 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 threat, that feeling, that scare, that scariness is kind of in my stomach right now. And it's horrible because it's not just a matter of seconds before I go down this hill. This could be, you know, the next week, next two weeks. But the the Canucks need to go on a run if they're going to make it right. They can't just be playing 500 hockey from here out. We need to string together three or four to have a legit chance. So pretty much all Canucks nation that is concerned about this can exhale. Would you say? Yeah, I think so. I agree. I don't I don't disagree with that. And you're giving me a shifty look right now. No shifty look. Right. No shifty look. Is that the stomach? Oh, my stomach is. Is it still bugging you? And you know what? I now blame you for this. I what? just realized that. Why? Because if you hadn't come over on Sunday, I wouldn't have gotten Chinese food. I would have gotten something more singular for myself. So really, all this has come down. Not only are you responsible... Ladies and gentlemen, this isn't on the restaurant where he ordered the food from that made him sick. This is on me for coming over. Yeah, not only okay. did the Columbus Blue Jackets come from behind after you showed up, the Chinese food that we ate that evening, which I got specially because I'm like, oh, Caleb's over. He's probably pretty hungry. I'll, I'll get food for both of us. And, I'm not the uh, one who ordered Chinese broccoli. That was... I don't think Chinese broccoli was... Um, could have me. I don't think so. I saw you wolfing that down. You think there's COVID virus in that Chinese broccoli? I'm not saying there's COVID in anything. That's stereotyping art. <laughs> I, ate, I ate the meal. Is that what you're saying? I woke up the next morning. My, my stomach was a little... Okay. A little beat up. On Monday morning or the Tuesday morning? Monday morning. Okay, Monday morning. Wasn't yeah. it? No. No, no because it was I've... Tuesday morning. Oh. Tuesday morning because we went and watched that movie. Yeah. Tuesday morning, I woke up. My stomach was in a bit of a knot. 
And then that's when you were like, oh, why did I eat those leftovers? So maybe a virus from your own house, yeah. from your own air, yeah. manifested itself from your own hot air after being fumed and all pissed off about that Columbus loss, manifested itself in your food. That's what happened. Right? It manifest, manifestation. So of don't go hate. blaming me. And I, don't go blaming the restaurant. I don't want to blame, I don't want to blame everybody. But I just, want, I, I just wanted to blame somebody. Okay. I'm an easy target. That was horrible. Oh, that was horrible. Well, like I said, you look good. You look like you lost about, you know, six pounds. I could have stand to lose a little little weight. Yeah. Right? Chicks are digging you today, too. I've seen I was watch you walk down the hall today, and every single, like, girl that watched you walk by, they, like, gave a little turn, like, maybe he's born with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Art turned around and winked at him, and he's like, maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Oh man, uh, the Canucks aren't winning the Pacific Division, though. No, that's pretty no, clear. No, that's 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 gone. <laughs> yeah, that's out the window. That uh, that that ship has sailed. Yeah, we yeah. can still get second, though. I kind of feel like that ship has sailed too. I mean, you have to win pretty much every game for the rest of the season for that to happen, right? We'll see. Yeah. The uh, one Canucks- thing about this Pacific Division that is been proven time and time again is that it's very competitive and other teams like to go on losing streaks as well but this has to stop at four and we're playing colorado so the <laughs> odds of it stopping at four aren't very likely oh man <laughs> what what is it gonna be like on canucks twitter friday night after colorado comes in here waltzes away with a win without having two of their best players three of their best players. are you fearing canucks twitter right now a little bit i am i hate it like after games, I don't want to be on it. So you don't even bother? No, I don't. I was like, I don't, I don't want to read what's on, what's on there right after the game. You have to understand though. That it's it, just so. It's such a cesspool. It's just, you yeah. know, one day it's the greatest, the next day it's the worst. It's just that's oh. the roller coaster of emotion that we're on right now. I know. And you have to understand that these people, these people, <laughs> <laughs> these fans, <laughs> these degenerates. <us laughs> As fans as well, we're emotional, you know? Like, when we're saying things... You know me, I'm more of an even-keeled guy, though, Yeah, right? you're an even-keeled That's guy. That's why it right. just, I just... It just you got to take some of these comments that people are spouting out with a grain of salt, right? Whether that's the people that are being ho-hum about this collapse because, you know, they're trying to hold down these tectonic plates from erupting... They were like, oh, we're still fine. We're still fine. <laughs> or, or or the people that are in full-blown panic, my baby, out a window, right? Like, <laughs> I told you so. You have to so. understand uh, that, that really the line between that, between these both is probably a little bit in the middle. So, I mean, you know, it Canucks Twitter can be a pretty volatile place after a loss. After two losses, gets a little more risky. Three losses, holy hell. Four losses, Jesus Christ, what's going to happen? If they lose to Colorado on Friday, I don't even think I'll log on and, and check it out because it is getting it is getting pretty uh, testy out there. Well, be prepared. I, I, I just know that I'm getting texts from my friends who've been telling me all along that the wheels are going to fall off. I told you, Art, I told you. Canucks are drowning. Well, I'm just like, way to just pick and choose, you know, like a week ago, you weren't texting me that they're, they're, they're holding their heads just barely above water. They're gargling water right now. Yeah. 15 games remaining in the season. Eight and seven. Is that going to make help help us get there? 
me, I guess that really depends on how everybody else does in this. Nine and six. Race. I think nine and six gets us there. So the Canucks have nine of those games at home. Yeah, I think nine and six gets us there. They can't seem to win on the road. Who do they? Who do they got on the road left? Who do we got left? At least we got a back-to-back against Anaheim and L.A. Right? Anaheim's had our number this season, though. I know. You have to win one of those games, both yeah. of those games. You have yeah. to win both of those, really. Yeah. That's on the road? Yeah. Anaheim, like, L.A.? Yeah. What else you got there? Vegas? We got at Colorado Yee. and then at Arizona. Yee. At, All divisional. You know what, I though? hate playing Arizona. I fucking hate playing. Yeah, them. the games are never that good. Oh, my God. Even yeah. though last night was actually pretty decent. But most of the games against Arizona, I just want to shoot myself in the face. That's a team that's pushing, though. Those are big four-point swings for us. Oh, no. Right? I and know. then Vegas, another That's pretty much opponent. a loss. You, you might as well just put it a loss against Vegas because they own the Canucks. What if Marky's back in time? Dude, Marky, We won the last one against Vegas. I know. But Mar- Markstrom, he's still a week away from being reevaluated. Pray for Marky, everybody. Pray We're, for Marky. Like, the Canucks are up against it here. I don't, missing... care who you, I don't care who you pray to, but pray for Marky. Pray for Besser, too. Let's... You know, can let's we, unite. Can we get a chicken, a live chicken? Sa- sacrifice an orca <laughs> from the J-Pod. Fuck you, Jobu. <laughs> we need something going. We yeah, think, we need we like, need some help. Yeah, we need some help here. Like, something has to turn around here. Yeah. And Friday, I mean, what do, what did Edmo? What do Edmo's and um, Calgary's schedules look like for the rest of the season? Are they, are they grinding? I feel like they... Um, they're they're not grinding like the Canucks. I think they have more road games than the Canucks do. Well, if they got more road games, that's a positive. Yeah. Right? Actually, Calgary has hard a hard time at home. So maybe that's not a positive. I don't know about Calgary. Do we really know about Calgary? I don't trust Calgary. Their top line still isn't doing anything. Matthew Kachuk's kind of got that team on his back right now. Yeah. Um, and their goaltending still stinks. Right? So I don't know. I, I, if, if it's between us and Calgary... We still might get there, right? Yeah. All right. Calgary. Um, I need these reassurances art from you right now. Apparently. I'm emotionally fragile. Yeah, nothing we can talk about can <laughs> save us here. Uh, they got uh, home games. Um, no, they're, they're, they're Ross, they're, their uh, schedule is a lot like ours. Almost I, exactly I, like ours. I see ours. a Tampa Bay game in there. Yeah, but we got Tampa as well. The Canucks have a home game against Tampa coming up here. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, their t- their schedule is almost exactly the same as ours. That actually makes sense, though, too, right? Because it's a road trip that comes and weasels its way through the Yeah, same they got two the against uh, Winnipeg. We only got one against Winnipeg. Ooh, I'll take that. Yeah. Well, they got two against Vegas, though. Oh, I'll take that, too. Yeah, Canucks don't only have <clears> one <throat> against Vegas. So. There we go. Yeah. So. That, that's what it could come down to. Um, they don't have any more games against their division rival. All right, what is that? What is oh, they do, they do the last game of the season. Ooh, what does Edmonton look like? That could be that. Maybe Edmonton could do us a solid at the end of the season and bounce Calgary out of contention, right? Maybe it'll come down to that game. Imagine the excitement of that, but the nervousness at the same time. I um, I've never watched Oilers, and I haven't been watching Oilers and uh, Calgary Flames games like I have lately. Like I've really been watching. They've been fantastically. Yeah. They've been really good, yeah. and I'm also watching them when they're not playing each other because I want them to lose, right? So, so here's the thing, Art. Would you rather face Calgary or Edmonton in the first round or Vegas in the first round? Mm. I don't want to play Vegas. I don't. 
I just don't. They they own the Canucks, and I don't like playing against Mark Stone. I just don't. Yes, if that guy finds a way the to The best win. two-way winger in the league. He should have won the Selkie last year. Is he the best two-way winger? In the winger? League? Defensively? He's an absolute stud. Or is it JT Miller? Ooh. Earth's starting to make some points. I think JT Miller is having an all-world season. He is. He's having a really good season. I yeah. agree. <clears throat> but he's kind of been playing center on that line, too. He's been taking the draws anyways. I guess in his own end, he's a little more on the wingy side. He's kind of a rover, really, when you think about it. The Oilers don't have – oh, no, wait. I, I, these aren't their road games. Sorry. I don't know. I'm having a hard time getting their, their schedule together here. You just click on the calendar, man. That's all you got to do. Um, the Oilers, uh, their schedule's a lot like the Canucks. Oh, they got to play the Flyers and they the Capitals. Play Tampa, Washington. I th- I don't know about the Oilers. I I've, I've been going on saying that they, you know, they're not as good as they've looked, but here they are making a run at the end of the year when the Canucks aren't. You know, well, and it drives me nuts. Leon Draisaitl is, is he MVP? Right now he is. Yeah. Think of what he did when Connor was gone. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That fucking sucks. He could win. He could that win. They have those two guys. I know he could win the MVP this year, and he could win the scoring title this year. Yeah, he's good. I don't like it. He is. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, looks like they only have the one game against Vegas. How did that guy go number three? Yeah, strong, strong question. Right? Who went ahead of him? Uh, Ekblad and Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Buffalo is just kicking themselves. Right? Yeah. I mean, he's not a bad. Reinhardt's not a bad player, but he's not MVP. <laughs> yeah. Right. And Ekblad, I get, I, I get that. Decision to draft at Well, they needed a defenseman yeah. at the time. At that yeah. time, Eric Goodbranson was the best defenseman on their team. By the way, Tanner Pearson, 20th goal last night. Excellent. Not bad, hey, considering he was traded for Eric Goodbranson. And let's be honest, Eric Goodbranson would probably be responsible for 40 goals against if he was on the Canucks this year. 20 goals, second-line minutes, yeah. scoring every which way he can. Empty netters. Greasy tappins off his feet. Oh. Tanner Pearson has been very, very good this season. Mm-hmm. Can't ask much more, more than that from him. I hope, I hope we continue to have him, and I obviously hope we sign to Foley too. Yeah, Jay Beagle's missed the last two games. He matters. He does matter. He matters in our own end. He does matter. And in our killing own penalties. End. Yeah, yeah. All the, all the Beagle haters need to uh, pipe down a little bit. Yeah, especially once we get into playoffs, man. You'll see. No. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about the Seattle whatever the Seattle mystery Seattle team? Seattle whatever team they're gonna be? Yeah. Yeah. I guess uh somebody on ESPN put out like the it was list Wyshyn- of contenders. It was Wyshynski. Really? Like he didn't have anything else to talk about? No, it's I think it's a cool thing to talk about. It's not like the playoffs are coming up or anything and Well they are. Gonna... He had other things to talk about, Art. He's gotta write he's gotta I feel bad for the guy, man. He's gotta crank out like a couple articles a day. Right? I don't feel bad for Wichinski. All right, I don't feel bad for him either. That was a lie. But um, uh, what what's your favorite of those? Uh, the top tier: Kraken, uh, Seattle, Sockeye, Seattle Metropolitans. I think were the top Metropolitans. Tier. Metropolitans, yeah. So he his in depth article I thought was pretty good. Sea Lions. Um, when he was talking about the Metropolitans, that's what I mean. Like, it was really in depth. He was like, well, it wasn't depth. He yeah. was like, you know, um. 
we can't really one. He said Gary Bettman didn't want to acknowledge like the pre Stanley Cup era when they were called the Metropolitans. He didn't want to go back to that or anything. He wanted to kind of let that that makes sleeping sense. dog lie, and that makes sense. Also, if you were to shorten, you know, the Seattle Metropolitans name down to something, it would be the Mets. Why would you want to be named after the Mets? No, of course not. Right? I think that's a so, no go. Even though, even though it has history, that name that name is getting punted right yeah another big one was these seattle totems which presents all sorts of problems when it comes to logos um and then whether something is being respectful or not also when you shorten it down what does it look like a lot of people have already been talking about cultural appropriation in sports as a whole right cleveland changed its logo right the redskins is refusing to but they they out of anybody should Mm -hmm. you know so there's that whole issue aside from the sport. So I, I don't think the the um, Seattle's going to go there. They talked about the Thunderbirds. Again, that raises issues with the uh, WHL team in Seattle already known as the Thunderbirds. And then, of course, the Art style once again. Uh, they talked about the Emeralds. It's a shitty name. I'll just flat out say that that one sucks. The Sonics. The Sonics, again, probably not going to happen just, right, because it's already like, that belongs to basketball, in my opinion. Yeah, NBA. And if uh, they ever get an NBA <clears throat> team back there, which I think will happen, that's what everybody they will probably want. want to be they'll called. probably want it to be called the Sonics. Um, yeah. So, what's your favorite? Well, I I honestly think I I don't mind the Kraken. Really, I don't mind it at all. But then when they were you know talking about that and Seattle's you know had a history of some like uh, substance abuse problems and everything like that, like what are you going to call it? This is Crackton, right? Mm. And then, you know, crack addicts, all the, the names associated with, with Kraken. They do which have were, the largest tent city there. Which I which I found kind of funny, but, like, also, you know, you shouldn't be making light of a problem like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like Kraken is the front runner from all the, um, like, um, basic, like, trademarks and stuff that Seattle has filed for. There's been, like, some fishy trademarks that have come around. Like fishy. that fishy, fishy. Um, good, one. good one. Trademarks that have come around. Yeah, about a month, a, a, a couple of months name, ago. Right? A couple of months ago, there was a report that came out from some blogger. Anyway, it got yeah. it got like national news though. Yeah, and it was saying that Kraken was probably going to be the name, and the Seattle franchise tweeted out, "We cannot confirm or deny." But here's the other thing. I thought my favorite is Sockeye. That's what I would go with. Yeah, Sockeye or yeah. Sockeyes plural. Yeah. Sockeyes or Sockeyes? I would go with Sockeye. Yeah. Another one that was been floating around was Steelhead. But again, that's Idaho Steelheads at the ECHL. And apparently Seattle approached them about it being a team affiliate. And they kind of told Seattle to go pound it. So that deal is kind of done. So I don't really see anything coming out of that. It can't be sea lions because orcas eat sea lions. That's true. And that rivalry (laughs) is orcas eat sea lions. So I agree with that too. If you go to Seattle's website right now, punch it up on NHL.com, there is a rumor. It's actually more than a bit of a rumor. I think it's like basically confirmed that Seattle's colors on their current website right now are going to be the colors for their jerseys, right? So if you look at it, there's black, there's kind of a reddish, and and then a teal, like a light teal, almost gray color. See those colors, Art, up, up at the top? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What does that I'm, look like to you? I don't know you? if I'm going to read too much into that. What does that look like to you, though? What 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 kind of salmon does that look like when it's spawning? Steelhead. No, it's a sockeye, man. Is that what a sockeye? Yeah, like? sockeyes get all red when they're spawning like that, and though that that color scheme is like oh this color scheme pretty oh, bang oh, on. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. At yeah. The, the top banner. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 I see what you're talking about. So like okay. a, a yeah, red, oh, sorry, a darker this, red, and then this green. Sorry. Black and a and a kind of tealish gray. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I think, you know, you could use that for Kraken as well, and that's a good color scheme for, like, you know, the the, the giant red octopus, which we also have in the Pacific Northwest. But I kind of feel like those two teams are going to be the front runner. Between the two, between Kraken and Sockeye, I'm I'm good with either, but I, I lean more towards Sockeye. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I like Sockeye or Sockeyes. I think that's the way to go. What do you think of the sleuthing I don't really like that I've done there? That's a, yeah, some good detective work, hey? Yeah, you really investigated that this morning. It wasn't just this morning. You were all in. It wasn't just this morning. Was this it? is weeks and weeks of research. <laughs> I love what you've been doing with your time. <laughs> um, one other thing I wanted to talk about, well, I guess I can ask if there's anything else in hockey that you wanted to talk about. Philly's rolling, and that's kind of scary. Doesn't matter to me, but sure, good for the Phillies. Well, Flyers. Flyers. Like, they are rolling. They're beating, like, the top-tier teams right now. Their goaltender, Carter Hart, is a stud. Mm -hmm. And Elaine Vigneault, I think, has gotten all those guys to buy in. And I think that's just a testament to how good of a coach he is. He is good, yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I mean, he couldn't make it, obviously, to the Canucks, or to the City Knight. He's one of those guys that probably should have been front and center on the City Knight. Obviously, he can't for reasons that he has to be with the team um but i mean if you go back to 2011 2010 those two seasons he's the face of the canucks there and he was uh he was good so dark horse to win it out of the east is philly dark horse to win it out of the west is dallas i thought you were gonna say edmonton and i was gonna be like could you see dallas and philly in the final yeah that'd be an interesting final for sure yeah i don't know about philly though i think they'll just lose to Pittsburgh. Ooh, see, I like they always f- lose. To I Pittsburgh. like how Philly plays Pittsburgh. They always lose to Pittsburgh, though. Yeah. Well, Have they we'll ever see. actually won? I think so. Did they win one series? I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. I don't know if they did. Back in like what was that, 2010 or 2011? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um. Alex Trebek. Beauty. Uh, yesterday he came out with his one year update. Like he's. Like everybody knows, he's seventy nine years old, and he's been uh, he's been dealing with pancreatic cancer, like the worst kind. And what well, he was at stage four, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like nobody survives this. I think it's got an eighteen percent survival rate. Yeah, and and he's made it a year, which is like one point four percent of patients make it this long. Yes. And uh, I, the only reason I bring this up is because I really appreciate how he has like he he knows the power that he has as a beloved figure in pop culture. And he knows that he can, for as long as he's fighting, he can be, you know, a mentor. He can be a voice for those people that are suffering as well from this disease or going through really any kind of cancer, right? So I think that's pretty cool. And I thought it was uh, neat that he uh, was able to update us on it yesterday. 
All right, I like that. Finishing the podcast off with a positive, strong message. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I just, uh, I, uh, I appreciate that from Alex Trebek. And I still watch Jeopardy all the time. Do you still suck at it? Um, yeah, I'm not very good, for sure. Except the, Are sports, you good? Except the sports columns. Right? Yeah, the sports You've seen me at trivia? Yeah, you're pretty good at trivia. You know trivia. how I do. Yeah, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. Remember that time we both farmed a World Series question because we thought it was the Cubs and it was actually the Astros? Yeah. And it was like the way the question was, it was kind of sneaky because it yeah. was like the this year, this year, and we're like last year. No, two years ago. But it ended up actually being three years ago. Yeah. And we I, both looked at each other like, we got this, ladies. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting at the, where it was Art and, I, Art and I and then two other People at our table, both girls that didn't know anything about baseball. Yeah. And we're like, don't worry, we got this. And we farmed it. We did farm it. <laughs> and I was like, man, the one question I'm here to answer and I couldn't answer. <laughs> and I was so confident in it. Yeah. But that also got me to realize just like how quickly these years are passing too. Right? So that's kind of sad. Like sands in the hourglass. Like sands in the hourglass. So go the days of our lives. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Kirby, where can we find you? At Curbman23 on Twitter. You can uh, tweet us at Between the Stammers, Between the S is what it is. You can also email us at Between the Stammers at gmail.com. You can tweet me at Art Aronson, not to be found on Canucks Twitter after a loss. I'll be there. Caleb so if you, got, if you want to vent, vent away. Uh, should we also give a shout out to our boy um, Chris Faber for his article on Canucks.com? And yeah. NHL.com. I thought that was a good article. Yeah. And and that's a huge, huge, huge step, man. That guy, man, he's he does it all. He's the hardest working guy. We've said that for the last, what, two years now? Yeah. He's the hardest working guy in Canuckland, and I truly believe that. And yeah. good for him for following his dream and going to broadcasting school at BCIT, taking that path, mm-hmm. and then obviously getting involved in the in the Botchford project and, and really following his dream. That's awesome, man. Yeah, if you haven't checked it out... Uh Jason Botchford changed how Jason Botchford changed everything in for the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. And it's, you know, it went national. So that's pretty cool. It's good Big for deal. you, Faber. Uh, all right. That's it.